Hello, this is Andrew Chris at Borderless Executive Live, the podcast. Today I'm with Juan Aguirino, and we're going to be spending some time looking at health, especially health post-COVID, and in particular, how nutrition has changed from the area of just simply food to looking at health benefits. Juan is an expert on this topic. He's with Kerry Foods, and looking forward very much to hearing what you have to say. Juan, over to you. Hello, Andrew. How are you? Great to be with you today again. So let's start the discussion with the end consumer and sustainable nutrition for context, and then we'll focus then on nutrition and health. The market is undergoing a very rapid change driven by new consumer demands, which in particular post-COVID, are being accelerated. There is a new consumer out there, the end consumer, who is not longer willing to compromise. The consumer wants it all. And the demands are increasing and becoming more sophisticated. Consumers are seeking food that tastes great, that are healthy and nutritious. It's not either or, it's and. What does that mean? We talk about proactive nutrition, reduce sugar, salt, and fat, clean and natural. And then these products need to be trusted. The, the products need to be transparent in the sense the consumer needs to understand where the ingredients come from, where they've been made all the way back to the farm and have a meaning in terms of a brand and a purpose. They need to be environmentally and ethically sustainable. Last but not least, they need to be made for me with a bespoke experience and personalized nutrition, easily accessible in today's world, digital world. So available yeah. digitally delivered at home, convenient, and in different formats, right? A lot of snacking, smaller sizes, et cetera, ready to eat, affordable. So if we think about this end consumer that wants it all, today I'm going to focus on the nutrition and health aspects of that. So the first step is really the back to basics, that I will explain what that is, and then a health and focus on self-protection. Do you see self-protection as an entirely new concept here? It's not something most people have come across. I think that the whole context of COVID has accelerated the self-protection. There is a number of consumers understanding that food is nutrition, and then the nutrition is health. Eating products that have less chemicals in there or less e-letters is perceived to be healthier. Having food that has less sugar, salt, or fat has a number of benefits for non-contagious diseases like overweight or worse, obesity, high tension or cardiovascular diseases with high salt and yeah. other types of diseases associated with high fat or bad fat. So the context of taking away things which are not good, either e-letters or reducing sugar, salt and fat is a big trend. It's not only driven by consumers, it's also driven by regulatory frameworks, legislation on for instance, in the UK on high sugar, salt and fat products where manufacturers are now reformulating systematically to produce products that have better and healthier formulations and nutritional yeah. value. But it's not only taking away things, it's also adding back, putting the right proteins in the food. For instance, we've seen the boom of plant protein. A lot of that has been driven by health perceptions where the consumer taking plant protein to replace animal-based protein 
based on a number of health benefits or perceived health benefits that a plant-based diet will have versus an animal-based diet. Some cases it's true, some cases it's perceptions, but definitely the consumer trend is there. And then also having specialized micro-ingredients like probiotics, for instance, or fibers being added to the food. This whole spectrum of nutrition is really evolving quickly. And there are a couple of categories of health benefits that have been growing very, very quickly during COVID. Immunity, for instance, food that has immunity benefits, traditional types of food that are perceived to be healthier from an immunity point of view, or new, more modern ingredients with consumer tests and claims of the pack based on scientifically proven data that adds given health benefits to the food because of a specialized ingredient in there. So let me give you some context here. We talked about self-protection. So the overall health and wellness is growing very fast. And the four responses you get from consumers is, I want to get my overall health and wellness up. I want to get my immunity up. I want to get my mental well-being up because of confinement. There is a fatigue of being at home. And so the mental aspect is also growing and I need to control my weight. Maybe I do less activity and I need to watch that. So these are the key four perceived risks and perceived needs from consumers. The leading brands are addressing these needs with very innovative and interesting products. So consumers, if you ask the question, have you or would you consider immune health products in Europe? 65% of consumers are now considering that. And that's not niche anymore. Two consumers out of three are looking for that in the food they buy. Um, Only 52% of EU consumers are indicated they're satisfied with the immune system right now. They feel vulnerable to illness. And 56% of consumers have made changes to their diets, lifestyles, or the type of food they eat to improve their immune system. The Google searches for immune systems has gone up 670%. So the types of products is, for instance, immune health products are products that have a healthy hero ingredient in it, maybe some kind of red fruits, red berries, etc. If you talk about a beverage, so because of the antioxidant properties that they start, yeah, antioxidants, yeah. etc. But then you add, for instance, a probiotic, which has proven health benefits around immunity or other types of health benefits. If you look at what is the functional beverage and nutritional beverage in any retailer, the huge amount of brands now that are marketing health benefits. And so they would add vitamins, probiotics, Biotics, fibers, depending on the health benefit you want to claim. It used to be a niche and now it's mainstreaming quite yeah. quickly. And so is a lot of your time at Kerry Foods, for example, spent in helping food producers sure. in that area? Yeah, this is a significant part of our portfolio, which we call Proactive Health, and where we help our customers, beverages, but in also in food categories, to define what are the health benefits that they want to provide through their brand and what are the key ingredients that they want to use for taste, nutrition, and for proactive health benefit. Because it's a total package, right? Just adding one ingredient doesn't give you the solution. You usually need, it's like a movie, if you want, right? You need the the leading actor, and then you need the supporting crew, and you need a good scenario for the story. So it's formulating these now kind of a unique piece of business within uh, Carry Foods and other producers of ingredients. Yes, it is definitely growing very quickly. For us, it's part of our applied health and nutrition portfolio. And we have a business unit that is, if you want, specialized is in this. But as I said, very often, it's not only one ingredient, it's a system that you need to put together, right? And yeah. 
you mean the the taste, the functionality, the, the right yes. texture, etc. Is all this going to continue, do you think, post-COVID? Yeah, what we see is that consumers want trust and confidence that what they're eating and drinking is going to deliver the real deal. Yeah. So science-backed branded ingredients are key to building consumer trust. It's not enough to say, okay, eat a little bit more of these uh, ingredients and you'll be fine. No, show me the data, show me the science. And the consumer is more and more educated and wants to get the data, get the science, get the information. We see that at the consumer level, we also see that at the industry level. Kerry has Kerry Health and Nutrition Institute where we share the science with the industry. And this is an open platform where we invite everybody in the industry, scientists. Indeed, I, I've taken a look at that in the past. Yeah, yeah it's a really so good we source. Publish, we publish a lot of white papers, uh, webinars, etc., to socialize the science of sustainable nutrition overall and healthy nutrition in particular. Yeah, And so it's non-commercial, but we, we share a lot of things there. And basically, we can see that this is growing very, very fast in terms of the number of products that have health benefits with a specific ingredient and the number of products that have a health benefit with a specific ingredient, which is branded inside. So in our case, you know, we have two main brands there, but our portfolio is growing. Both of them have clinically backed types benefits and enable our customers to deliver to the consumer the desired products that they want to have to boost immunity or to boost other types of health benefits. We've made a number of acquisitions recently where we've gone into botanical extracts. We've expanded our portfolio of probiotics. So this is a growing business for us, driven by a growing demand in, in the market and a growing demand, number of brands and companies formulating products with functional ingredients that deliver health benefits. And uh, do you see the pharmaceutical industry taking an active interest in the food sector, particularly in this area? Yeah, I think there's an interesting dynamic happening where you used to have you know, food and then you would have dietary supplements and then you would have pharma. And these worlds were relatively separated. A consumer would have eat food, not so worried about the health. Then if they had some health concerns, they would take pills. And that was the format for probiotics, yeah. vitamins or whatever as a prevention. And if they had a problem, then they would take the remediation pharma drug. That continuum is starting to march. Yeah, there's a real convergence taking place. Exactly. And that continuum, the consumer is saying, eating the right diet and the right ingredients within that diet, so the right quantities and the right quality, is preventing me from falling sick. So it's really prevention versus remediation. And they're asking, why don't you put the right ingredients in my food from the beginning, rather than me having to take pills or drugs after the fact. So that's where a number of companies are looking at that and starting to leverage their capabilities into this space. So yes. you have a convergence of a number of players here developing business units coming from different parts of the industry that are serving the same need. Nestle is a, an example of that. Yeah, you see some of what uh, the acquisitions that Nestle has done recently, it's definitely going into that direction. Several billions of acquisitions. Unilever also buying liquid Indeed. IV, etc. So definitely converging in that space. And, and then some pharma brands, PFIMAC or partnering into the space. It used to be for niche populations, for instance, infant formula, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But now we say, okay, 
how do we address healthy aging? Or it used to be the sports population, yes, exactly. only, but yeah. now everybody does exercise. So this is mainstreaming about, again, how yeah. do I serve the need of specific consumer segments that have specific needs for health? We've talked about immunity, but it could be sarcopenia for healthy aging, or it would be muscle performance for an athlete, yes. or to joint health. That's another area we're looking at. It, it can be cognitive. We talked about cardiovascular. Weight management is still huge. I mean, the amount of people that are overweight or have obesity is 2 billion people around the world. It's huge. That's another area where people are looking, okay, how do I help people have a more balanced diet with the right ingredients? Because obesity drives to cardiovascular disease, to metabolic syndrome, to a number of other issues. All we've done is kind of scraped off the top of this uh, particular subject, uh, but it's an enormous topic. And it sounds like companies like yours, Carry Group in particular, have a huge role to play in all of this in the coming years. I think this to see the convergence between companies engaged across the whole value chain is going to be one of the more exciting things to observe as business people. But doubtless your expertise will be highly sought after to try and make sense of all of this chain. Yes, you're right, Andrew. I think the key differentiator here is the ability to integrate and solution to meet the need of the end consumer. If I go back to the beginning, it has to taste great. It has to provide the health benefits. It has to be convenient and affordable. And the whole package needs to be there. Yeah. It needs to be responsibly sourced all the way back to the farm. So again, the ability to understand that system of solutions and integrate that in a way that does all the ends is key. And I think Kerry is extremely well placed in this yes. case and for delivering that. Yeah, very good. Well, I'm so grateful you've taken the time with us again today to discover a little bit more about health and nutrition. There's some lessons in there, I think, for everybody who's been listening, both from an industry evolution point of view and also from a personal health perspective. I've certainly made a note of a couple of things that I need to take a very close look at as I open my fridge and go to the supermarket. Happy to provide some personalized advice, Andrew. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's a great pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you, and I look forward to talking again with you. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you.